Hello and welcome to What's Your Major? The journey between what you thought you needed to know and what you know now. My name is Robert Joel and I'm having conversations with folks about what they studied or concentrated on while in school or college or technical training and through other pursuits and then we talk about whether what they learned in school led them along their intended path and what their impacted field of study had on getting them to where they are now. So we're going to bring you people's true stories from their learning and, and life journeys and talk about following our passions or if we follow them and what meaning that has for us and on the people in our lives. So was our educational experience worth it or wasted? So thank you for joining us for What's Your Major? The journey between what you thought you needed to know and what you know now. Brought to you by Culture Change Coaching for individual groups and organizations. So lots of people say lots of times we have a very special guest this time, but we do in fact have a very special guest this time because as I was thinking about the types of folks that would be really good thought-provoking guests, really meaningful guests on this program, I, I definitely thought of this person. But I also know this person to be both shy and introverted, and those are two different things. Look it up, as I learned from knowing this person. And I thought this person would never be comfortable uh, doing this. And as I've been talking with people about the program, I mentioned it to this person, and I was very surprised that this person said in response, I would do that show. And I was like, you would? So I'm very happy to introduce this person, not only because there's a great story behind the major, but because this is my wife, Sharon Wilkie Otrembiak. Welcome to What's Your Major? Hi. Hi. Thank you for being here. I know this is outside of your comfort zone, but I really appreciate you trusting me and also having faith in yourself and in your story to be here and share a little bit with people. So definitely welcome. Thank you. All right. So this episode on What's Your Major, we have a twofer. Uh, well, we have at least a twofer because Sharon has many, many uh, degrees. Now, you know, you're not allowed to have more than five degrees in this relationship. Do you know why? No, I don't know why. Because any more than that, we would have six degrees of separation, <laughs> and neither one of us wants that. Exactly. Okay. So Sharon has two undergraduate degrees, one in primary education and one in counseling. Psychology. You have a major. Master's. Master's in counseling. Yes, I do. Okay. So keeping that straight. So... If you're out there and listening and thinking about perhaps going into education or going into mental health substance abuse services, Sharon has been there and Sharon is going to share your stories, plural, uh, today. So growing up in a small town, you, you kind of have uh, a typical story of, of some folks that had strong teachers in your life and you thought from a, an early age you'd like to be a teacher. Is that right? How did that all come about? Well, since I was in fifth grade, um, I thought teaching might be something I want to do as a profession um, because you can help people 
and as I um, went through school, I noticed that teachers make an impact in my life, and they're important because sometimes people's lives at home um, are difficult, and the one safe place you have is school, and um, I wanted to be a, a safe place for kids. Also, um, I got bullied a lot in school, and so I wanted to be the person kids could go to to say, um, this is happening to me, and I could say, I know how that feels, and I will be there to help you through this. Um, so um, that's kind of how it went. Um, so I thought about that off and on through uh, school. So it, it was less about... I have a real gift in a specific area of academics and more about I could help people um, by being a role model and, and a resource for them. Mm, that, that's correct, yeah. Okay, okay. So that was like in junior high, you mentioned you started to think maybe that would be something that you could do and that you would uh, want to do. And so then, so now you're in, well, let's say you're in high school now. Mm -hmm. and people start talking about futures, careers, and, and those sorts of things. Was this something that was sort of like consistent through then? You, you, through that point, you just sort of, it sort of solidified more. Um, you're getting ready now to apply for colleges and stuff, and so what's your thought process on, on, on teaching? What are you feeling about it, if you recall? Well, I still liked uh, the idea of being a teacher. We had a uh, club at school, Future Teachers, and I was part of that. Um, but I also liked science, and I thought, well, maybe science, earth science, rocks and weather and stuff would be interesting for me. So I kind of had put them together and thought, well, maybe I could be a secondary education teacher and teach in a high school okay. or a middle school or junior high. That's kind of where I was at when I was about a junior or senior in high school. Yeah. And so then you, you pursued a degree in, was it education or what was it, what was so it specific? My, um, my major, when I graduated from high school, going into college was earth science and secondary education. Okay. And so is, and so then what was your actual bachelor's in by the time you graduated college? Um, well, uh, I found out in college that earth science was not really for me, um, because there's a lot of math. Yeah. And it's a little much. So, um, I switched my major from, uh, secondary education to elementary. Okay. And transferred from one university to another. Okay. So you get uh, a bachelor's in elementary education, mm -hmm. and you kind of, in some ways, went right into the job you had envisioned. Is that right? Yes. Um, I got a job um, right out of high uh, college, um, teaching first and second grade in a Catholic school in a town close to where I grew up. Yeah. And you did that for over two decades. I did. You did. Yes. yes. You became uh, a local celebrity. 
I'm exaggerating a little bit. Yeah, you sure are exaggerating a lot. <laughs> but it was a small town, and those of us that didn't come from as small towns, we did notice that when we would be in town with you, people would say, Miss Wilkie this and Miss Wilkie that. You, you were known as Miss Wilkie. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you began to think about a different path. So you're, you're teaching, you're doing it for a long time, and then something changed. Do you remember that process? Um... Well, I've had difficulty with uh, classroom management, <laughs> which means, you know, it was loud in my classroom. Uh, students were learning, um, but they weren't learning the way Catholic schools taught kids should learn. Okay. So it was, it was loud, um, and kids were excited. It was experiential, maybe? Yeah, that would be a good word. And... Um, I thought, well, maybe that's, I need to make a change. Uh, so um, I decided that um, I like to listen to the kids' stories a lot. And that's another reason why I got a little loud, because I was listening to stories and uh-huh. kids were doing other things. And uh, I decided that um, I was going to get a, another bachelor's degree in psychology. Um, and so I did that as a stepping stone to getting my master's in uh, counseling. Okay. So that's what I did. Okay. So that was after you'd been teaching for a good long time, like 22 years or something like that, as I recall, because I was in your life at that um, point. And I remember at some point during that process, you developed a goal of having a counseling practice mm-hmm. of your own, mm-hmm. and you have achieved that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's wonderful because that doesn't happen for everybody. It didn't happen in the way you thought it would, but it but it happened, right? Yeah, it happened. But you had, well, not just you. That path is a challenging one because you have to go through other types of organizations to get your time in, right? Your, your credentialing in. Yes. Uh, in the state of Illinois, you have to take two exams after you graduate um, from university. And the first one is right out of college, out of uh, school. And that's pretty easy to do. But the next one, you have to have uh, 3,000 hours of clinical uh, direct service. So um, I worked um, as a, I worked in community mental health um, with uh, adolescents and children and a few adults in um, mental health and substance abuse. And then with that, then you take the next exam so that you can be a clinical um, counselor. So you had your full-time day job teaching Mm-hmm. You were working part-time evenings mm-hmm. in community mental health. Mm-hmm. I remember you being on call yes. and on go-out. Mm-hmm. So overnight, people would call the crisis line. You would get up. You would answer. You would try to help them. Um, if they were in immediate danger to themselves or someone else, you, you would go out to a hospital, to uh, the county jail, things, things like that. So... You had, at some point, um, 
the, a decision of do I keep my day job mm -hmm. or do I pursue this full time? Mm -hmm. now, your particular decision was made for you by an employer, and we're not going to get into that in, in great detail, but that's a real crux for a lot of people that I've invested money in the way of tuition. I've invested time in, like you did, I, I have to get credentialing, so I, I need to, to work in addition to my full-time job. And, and so now where is this uh, leading me? But it was necessary for you to get to where you wanted to get. At some point, somebody was going to have to make the decision that this was going to be your full-time gig, right? Yeah, and it, yes. And really, at some point, um, God will tell you it. <laughs> And then the wall will fall down. And you think it's a very terrible thing that just happened. But the truth is, it was uh, one of the best things that did happen. Because then my life really changed. And I spent um, seven years in community mental health and learned a lot. So anyone going into counseling, that should be your first job choice. Is to go into community mental health because you'll learn so much. And you will feel really good about what you do. You'll be really tired. And, but, and you'll be frazzled, as yes. I recall. Uh, and, yes. And there will be a lot of frustration and hurt even. Uh, yeah. But a lot of growth. Yeah, there is a lot of growth. And from, uh, from there, I um, wanted to keep my goal of having my own practice. So I put together numerous part-time jobs. Yeah. To make that work. You you were the gig economy before it was a thing. Yeah, I had, I had four jobs <laughs> at one time besides my practice. Um, and so I taught psychology as a dual credit at a high school. That's a long story. And then I taught in community college, also teaching psychology. Um, worked in juvenile justice. Um with uh, young people and probation as very rewarding to me and what else did I do um you you had many many, many gigs yeah. that you pulled together I because did. you knew that this was how you saw yourself helping people and so you just pulled together what opportunities you you could mm -hmm. and so now making the story much shorter um You've landed at a, a place that is really meaningful to you, through which you get to help other people. So just share with everybody what your current occupation is. Um, my current occupation is I am a school counselor um, at a middle school in Oregon. It is the most rewarding job I've ever had. I mean, I got I learned a lot from all the other. Um, career paths, but this is really rewarding. Um, the kids need the help and they're willing to get it. I have a good support staff and a good, a wonderful supervisor. Um, and so I did have to get another degree in order to be a school counselor. So I have a master's degree in school counseling besides yes. Um, a master's degree so, in clinical. Let, let's, let's do the tally here. So you have a bachelor's in primary education. Yes. Through which you, you taught for 22 years in yes. grade school. You have a bachelor's in psychology. Yes. 
which you immediately coupled with the master's in counseling yes. so that you could move into this field. Mm -hmm. You have the master's in, I'm sorry, what was the most recent one? School counseling. In school counseling so that you could be the counselor in a school setting specifically. Yes. Right. And so that's four. Yeah. And in between, when you were pulling together this personal gig economy of yours, mm -hmm. um, you pursued a master's in sociology, doing everything except the final thesis. So you have all of the classwork in for a master's in sociology and well in, as well in food systems, correct? In food systems, right. yes. So that's your five. So that's where you need to stop now because we don't want to get to the sixth degree, which would be separation. No, I, I'm done. Because <laughs> I lived a lot of that life with you. Yes. And you take it. You you take your education very seriously, which is why I knew you would be a good uh, speaker um, to this, because you, by developing yourself, have put yourself in a position to help people in ways that are meaningful and also formative, because you're, you're talking with children, uh, how old are they, like 11, 12, 13-ish, something like They're, that? They're um, 11 to 14, okay. age-wise. Okay. So... When you, do you remember the year you graduated with your master's in counseling? 2007. 2007. Mm -hmm. And you started working in the school as a school counselor in 2016. Is that mm -hmm. correct? That's correct. So that's eight years. Mm -hmm. So that most recent part of your journey was, was eight years long, two jobs, pulling together three and four jobs to get mm -hmm. to the place where you are now. Mm -hmm. So you really have a story for people that's really, um, like the message is, Keep at it. If, if you are sure that you think this is how you can help people, just stick with it and you're going to end up in a, mm -hmm. a, good, a good place. Because um, education is how you get where you need to go. If you have, um, if you come from a place where there's not a lot of opportunity and people don't see um, your potential, you have to prove to them that you can do it. And I didn't want to be the person in which people thought I wasn't going to be something. Right. So um, going to school um, helped me become what I wanted to do. And I would say, correct me if I'm wrong, that as you're developing your skill set through education, you're also building your esteem and uh, so you're convincing yourself as you're doing it that you can do it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. So now, now I just want to have a little bit of fun with what might, might have been. So looking back on all this now, uh, let's, so you, you graduated with your first bachelor's in 1989. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that, that's a good 30 years there. Um, would you always have gotten the primary education degree you think as, as a great foundation for what you're doing now or would you have gone right into the counseling you think well if the if my goal was to be a school counselor um becoming a teacher first is important because you have to have um teaching experience in order to be a, a school counselor. Mm -hmm. So it is a it is a good start. Okay. So I don't ever regret that okay. at all. Okay. So you got that experience of teaching 
of the teacher experience, of what it's like to try to get stuff out of kids and get knowledge into kids. Um, I am going to share just a quick uh, aside that, uh, that I always found amusing. Yours was the classroom in which the second graders thought it was really, I'm going to use the words of the time, neat and cool, that if they asked you during reading time, you would let one of them sit under your desk and read? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they wanted to. Uh, because um, when um, I was uh, in college, it was the whole language was the thing in education. Okay. So um, my professor, uh, Dr. Pop, um, had us... Um, figure out ways in which kids would be engaged in reading. And that could be anywhere. And when kids ask, can I read under your desk? I had plenty of room under my desk and I wasn't going to kick them. So uh, I let them and yeah. they enjoyed that. And <laughs> they found it amusing, especially when the other class, they would say, well, what are you doing? I'm like, well, we can read under her desk. She lets us. And they all like, no, she doesn't. Like, yeah, she does. So you were you were thinking outside the box from mm-hmm. from pretty early stage then. So um, worth it or wasted? I think the the answer is pretty obvious uh, in your case, but I just want to hear you say it. So your your education um, and in that path worth it for you? Very much. It's some bumpy roads, but yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I do sincerely thank you for being on the, on the podcast. I know this is a, a challenge for you, but I also know that when you have an inspiring message, it's very important to you that you, that you get it out. And I'm sure both of the people listening <laughs> to the <laughs> podcast appreciate yeah. it. Uh, thank you for inspiring would-be teachers. Thank you for inspiring potential counselors. And, and there's probably people that, Uh, would listen to this who aren't necessarily in in those two fields but they're getting something from what you're you're saying as far as identifying where you can help Mm -hmm. and how you can help and and how you can do that even when the the road is bumpy so thank you Sharon for being with us today you're welcome and I would like to thank our loyal listeners and inspire them Encourage them that if you have suggestions for what types of majors we can interview people about, I'll be glad to do that. What's Your Major is brought to you by Culture Change Coaching, helping individuals, groups, and organizations, and always happy to report when people think what they've done uh, is worth it, but also equally glad to share the wisdom that people have earned over the over the bumpy roads too so thank you for being with us we will be with you next time thanks for listening to what's your major